It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Tuesday. Back in studio, back in the natty. And I'm feeling good. At James Rapine on Twitter, at Locked On Bengals on Twitter. LockedOnBengals.com is where it's at. And we are getting closer and closer to the regular season. I came back from the Bengals locker room today. You'll hear a brief conversation I had with Ryan Hewitt. I think he is on the roster bubble. You hear that conversation on today's show. Also get to some of your voicemails as well. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Let's uh, let's start with this. I'm concerned about the running game, period. <laughs> that That is it, period. Sign me up for that. And I, I was actually reading this on uh, ESPN.com. They interviewed, Mike Sando interviewed executives from across the league, and the big concern off the record from executives was that the Bengals are going to rely too much on Andy Dalton. Is that or is it not realistic? I think that's very realistic. Look, I'm excited about what happened Sunday. I'm excited about Bill Lazor's offense, and it appears like the Bengals are going to be in a position to succeed, to win with their offense at times this year. I'm excited about the defensive line. I went through all that stuff yesterday on the podcast. But the reality is if you don't have a running game, then you're relying on Andy Dalton to carry this offense. You're relying on Andy Dalton to carry it through with his arm. And while you you could argue that Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard could certainly be huge weapons out of the backfield, even if it isn't in the running game with their ability to catch out of the backfield, obviously Tyler Boyd, John Ross, A.J. Green, all these guys, Tyler Eifert, they're stacked, right? So it should be no problem. It's the reality that it's going to make life harder on Andy Dalton. It's going to make life harder on a quarterback who's taken a step back in recent years. Say what you want about Andy. He was a, a soon-to-be, close-to-be, very close-to-be, I'll, I'll say that, close to being an MVP, serious MVP candidate in 2015. Can he do that again? That was my poll question today at James Rapine. What is more likely for the Bengals' offense? Which scenario more likely for the Bengals' offense, an offense that came in 32nd ranked in the league last year, that Andy plays like it's 2015? or that the running backs carry the offense like it's 2014. 90% of you say if that Andy plays like it's 2015. I agree with that. I also think it's officially a necessity. With no elite running game, and I, don't, I think at, at best this running game is average. At the very best, it's average. If that's the case, then we're talking about a team that's going to rely on Andy's arm, on Bill Lazor's scheme, to get the job done on offense. How does that make you feel as a fan? I'm at least a little uneasy about that. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I caught up. Speaking of the running game, Ryan Hewitt was supposed to be this big part of the running game. He got signed to an extension in 2016. and really hasn't been a factor since. I think he's on the roster, but well, I talked with Ryan earlier today at Paul Brown Stadium. When you look at this offense, obviously you've been here when it was really, really good, and you've been here through some down years. But what do you think the potential is for the, the 2018 Bengals offense? 
I'm excited. I think, uh, you know, there, there really is no limit to the potential in the room. I think it's as good as we're going to make it. Is it good to see some of the, uh, the, the plays that you've seen from the, the younger guys that obviously you're going to be relying on, relying on a lot from a, a John Ross to a Joe Mixon to even a third-year guy in, in Tyler Boyd who's had, had his fair share of, of playmaking skills as a rookie or made a, a lot of plays as a rookie but, but might have taken a step back last year. It, it just seems like all of the younger guys have contributed this preseason. Yeah, no doubt, you know, and we're going to need that throughout the season, and they're going to be a big part of what our offense is and, you know, the success we have, and we just need consistency from those guys all the time. How good is it to see Tyler Eifert out there moving like he, you know, he, he can move and, and taking hits and making catches and, and things like that in practice and obviously in uh, preseason game number three? Yeah, it's great. I'm very happy for him. You know, he works his tail off, and he gets a bad rap around the, the city and some from some people about, you know, his injuries and what, what's happened and it's not his fault you know it's things that are out of con- his control so it's great to see him finally be able to you know show that hey, he's been working his tail off to get back and stay healthy and hopefully this is the year that he can do that a few more questions in the Bengals locker room with uh, Ryan Hewitt are, are you worried at all is, is the offense worried at all that the running game hasn't gotten off to, to the start maybe at one or two this preseason I'm not worried about that. It's not my job to worry about that. I'm just <laughs> do what I'm told and, you know, block block who, who I'm supposed to and, you know, kind of let that work itself out uh, amongst the coaches. But uh, absolutely, I mean, we, we definitely want to have an excellent run game and that's something we're going to need to have success. So that's uh, definitely an area of emphasis for us. What is it like going into to Thursday night? Obviously, you're going to be playing the Colts week one. Uh, what's it like trying to balance that and be focused for a football game because it's still a football game even though it's week four of the preseason but also know that you're going to be playing them in 10 days yeah well it's i think the fourth preseason game is a little bit different you know a lot of teams don't play guys that are going to be playing or have significant roles in the first week of the season and i think the looks will be pretty vanilla um so it 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 is what it is you know i I don't think i'm gonna look too much into that and just really get ready for that for that first week ryan i appreciate the time good luck yeah thanks that's Bengals fullback slash tight end. I guess he, you could still call him a tight end. Uh, H-back Ryan Hewitt earlier today in the Bengals locker room. Notice how he hesitated when I asked him about the running game. It's a concern. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Up next, I have a couple voicemails I want to get to. But first, a word from my bookie. Ever since I started this podcast, years and years ago, You've asked, a lot of people have asked me, direct message me. My direct messages are open on Twitter, by the way, at James Erpine. Who should we bet on? The truth is, there's one spot you should bet. I'm not sure who's going to win. I do know if I bet, when I bet, it's with my bookie. I've used them for NBA. I've used them for UFC, excuse me. I've used them for Major League Baseball. And now I'll use them for the NFL. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews, and their mobile site is very easy to use. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me. It has been great to me. I'm urging you to make your way to my book. You win, they pay. They have in-game betting, live betting, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, even bet on the over-under of how many fantasy points a player will score each game. I'm a big fantasy guy. I'm going to have to do that as well. Join now and my book. You will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code locked on to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, when creating your account to claim the bonus. Again, promo code LOCKEDON. It's MyBookie. You play, you win, you get paid. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Let's get to a couple voicemails, both from Canada today. If you want to chime in on the voicemail line, save this in your phone. It's 513-666-0328. Again, 513-666-0328. How crazy is it that in an era... In a world now where we don't have to remember numbers, I've had that number memorized now from like the second day we've gotten it. Like in the first podcast when I named it, I had to pull it up on my phone. Now I'm doing the no look. Doing the no look pass here. 513-666-0328 is the Locked on Bengals voicemail. Let's go up to Canada and let's get a couple voicemails. Uh, hey, James. It's Carter calling in from uh, Ottawa, Canada. I'm a big Bengals fan from up north. Uh, I actually got the chance to go to the game in Buffalo on the weekend, uh, and I thought they looked great. Uh, receivers were doing well. John Ross, that touchdown was fantastic. Andy looked great, spreading the ball around. He's doing great. Um, the defense was stellar. That D-line was just eating up Buffalo, man. Um, but the run game was terrible. Uh, and I don't think it's Joe or Gia's fault. Uh, I think it's that right side of the offensive line. Um, so I guess my question is, do you think with all these other position groups playing so well, uh, maybe an upgrade at right tackle via trade might be what it takes to fix this run game and possibly bring the Bengals to that next level? Um, and if so, who do you think might be worth pursuing? Carter, I appreciate the call. Uh, I appreciate the voicemail. Look, uh, it, to be quite frank and quite honest with you and a lot of Bengals fans, I'm not sure if there's going to be many upgrades available. I know it's easy to say Earl Watford, who signed with the Browns today, I'll go get him. It's easy to say, I think the, the Raiders moved on from a guy. How many tackles that are going to be in upgrades are going to be released from their team? Not many. Tackle play is down in the league. Uh, guard play certainly hasn't been great. Offensive line play down. I think the Bengals will be open to adding a piece, adding a lineman, and trading for one potentially. Heck, they did so with Cordy Glenn. But they have to think they're legitimate upgrades. They're not going to just go get a guy to get a guy. I felt like they kind of did that with Bobby Hart already. Got a guy who was struggling, who was available just to get him and see if he had something left. I'm not sure if he does. And I don't think anyone is based on what we've seen in the preseason. Do they need another Bobby Hart from another team, another team's version, or another team's Cedric Abwehi? No, they have underachieving linemen. So, yeah, I think they'll be open to the idea. Will it happen? I would have to say no. Let's take one more voicemail from Canada. James Burke up in Alberta, Canada. It is 6.30 on my way to work. And there might be frost on the windshield this morning up here, but nothing can bring me down after watching John Ross destroy Bill's defense. I'm looking for your preseason predictions. Um, what is going to happen with the undrafted free agents? 
who you're watching in this last game, and then maybe some season predictions too. Anything could be where the offense is ranked, where the defense comes in sacks wise, or just uh, the record for the year. Hopefully listen to that on today's show. Have a great day. Burke, I appreciate the call. And again, if you want to chime in on the Locked on Bengals voicemail hotline, you can at 513-666-0328. The voicemails come directly to my phone. I listen to every single one of them. Unfortunately, I'm only going to play a, a couple per podcast, maybe more. It just depends on the reaction, the day, et cetera. Uh, but we got a couple in today. We'll probably play more later this week on the podcast. Um, so, Burke, you asked for season predictions, undrafted free agents, players to watch on Thursday. I'll dive in, into more detail on this later in the week. But Thursday, I'm watching the backup quarterbacks. That's the first thing. Jeff Driscoll, does he dominate? Good. He should. He should make the team. Matt Barkley, what does he do? Could they keep three quarterbacks? I wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't. If Matt Barkley comes in and they like him in the room, in the quarterback room, I could see a path where they end up keeping three. Not saying it's logical. I'm not saying it's the most possible thing. But uh, from what I've heard, there's a chance they could like Barkley too. Enough to keep him around. That being said, I've been very adamant on them potentially looking for an upgrade at the backup quarterback position, keeping Driscoll and then maybe Griffin gets cut or, or one of these quarterbacks, Mike Glennon gets cut, someone like that, that you could add. I would be on board with that. That's what I would want. Someone who has experience because that's the one thing Matt Barkley has. It doesn't, <clears throat> excuse me, it doesn't seem to be serving him well, but who knows? So that's one thing I would say. Um, the other stuff that I'll be watching for, Auden Tate flashed early, haven't seen much of him recently. I still think he makes the roster, but he should have a big game, right? He's going to be playing a lot of the game. Can he go out there and have five or six catches and reaffirm what he's shown all preseason, uh, or, or at least some of the preseason throughout training camp, throughout minicamp, that he can be one of those dominant red zone weapons for the Bengals? Cody Core will not play, so that was a guy I would be watching, but he's not going to play on Thursday. As for... Other things I'll be watching on Thursday, I mean, naturally, it's the offensive line, right? Who plays, who doesn't? The cornerbacks, who plays, who doesn't? I think right now, Darius Phillips probably fighting for a job. I think he might be in as of now, but it could go either way. What does Harris, the the kid from Illinois State, the corner, does he get a shot? Does he prove that he belongs? Does a guy like C.J. Goodwin, who struggled in the preseason some, does he belong? Will he come out and show up and show out? So there are certainly some position battles to watch there. As for the defense of uh, the defense and predictions for the season, 51-plus sacks, absolutely. That, that's my prediction. Season, a single season record for the franchise is 51, set back in 2012. I think they break it. I really do. Uh, and, and overall, yeah, I'm concerned with the run game. I am. I just don't know if they have what they need to fix it. And if that's the case, they're going to be using Andy Dalton maybe more so than he should be used, right? Not saying that he's not a good quarterback, but if a quarterback's best friend is the running game and he doesn't have that, that's going to hurt Andy's performance some. And that's going to prevent this offense from reaching its full potential. And that's worrisome right now, considering this offense was last in the league in, uh, in the NFL in total offense last year. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Working on a couple guests this week. I'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll preview Colts 
and Bengals preseason game number four later this week as well. You can get your voicemails in. Don't hesitate to give us a call. And you can tweet at, uh, tweet us as well, at James Arpin, at Locked on Bengals. On iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher is where you can find us. You can subscribe there. Also, the iHeartRadio app and LockedOnBengals.com. Have a great night. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. This has been the Locked On Bengals Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.